Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Poot the Bard, and right now I'm going to uh, perform a little bit of a uh, seance. I'm going to channel uh, the madman, Mr. Alec Ransom. Hold on. Stupid assholes. All right, you son of a bitches, listen up right now. Right now, you're listening to the P3 Podcast, and we have these three other dum-dums here right now tonight. I couldn't be here tonight, so I'm through the poo the bard right now. I'm in his mind, I'm in his head, and you're just going to have to deal with it until I decide to leave. We're going to be talking AEW. That's right, we're going to be talking about AEW. I don't watch it, but these other idiots do. We're going to be talking about NXT and what happened to NXT. We're going to be talking about the possibility of The Undertaker. And Oldberg and their involvement in WrestleMania. So you better sit in, you better strap down, and you better listen and pay attention. Because if you don't, if you don't, I'm gonna come down there and I'm gonna take $49.99 out of your asses. You're listening to the Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast. Oh, oh, all right, uh, oh, geez, hey, guys, um, anyone else, <laughs> anyone else taste pennies and blood? Oh. Um, yeah. Anyone yeah. else? Uh, anyway, uh, are we that starting, looks... did we start the episode? Let me see. <clears throat> oh, yeah, was, I started the recording. Frightening. What? Never do that again. Ransom do... juice, ransom juice, ransom juice, never do that what again, did, ever. What did I do? <laughs> what, I, what happened? Ransom's not here this Don't week. Don't worry about it, you'll, you'll find out in the recording. It's all good. I, okay. Oh, okay. I just I don't like that. Oh, look a beer. Second <laughs> beef twenty twenty. Oh, oh, what happened? What? Fucking delicious. Hi guys, welcome to the P three podcast episode number three six nine. Damn good time. Boom, suck, suck it. TV one more time. I am Poot sexual the Bard. chocolate baby. <laughs> there you I go. I am Poot the Bard. I'm glad we didn't forget that rule. <laughs> I am Poot the Bard, baby, and I am joined by Mr. Beef, the legend, the encyclopedic knowledge man himself over here. Did Beef, how are you? Sing, did you just sing Get Low? Who are you, man? What the fuck are you talking about? Listen, I told you, right before we went on here, and I, I divulged all the things going on in my life to you two, two of my goodest, goodest, goodest friends, that I'm in the renaissance of Poot. This is a new Poot. The new Poot your brawn. The new Poot the Bard. I like it. God's sake. The I'm new, doing good, man. The new Poot the Bard. Good, man. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, I would be remiss if I didn't introduce your reigning, defending, undisputed, choo choo chooser weight champion, the Steel City Savior himself, Mr. Tiger. Uppercut. Bomb Tom. Tom, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, man, and thank you. That was uh, that was probably the the best intro I've got since my since the inception of my title reign. I appreciate it. Thank well, you very much. I'm glad you appreciate it because Tom, I'm a coming for that fucking belt. I, I know you say, are. Ironically, that may be the last good introduction you get too. Because well, uh, hold on, it's, it, we still got AEW picks the rest of this month. And are we, Poots, what should Poots, we do? Oh yeah, yeah. Poots oh, yeah. and Poots. I will admit this. This is where I could stumble because, on it, perfectly honest with you, I'm behind on AEW. So am I. So, so that's why I'm. That's why I'm catching up on stuff. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you, you, you quiet down there, Beefaroonie. You and I are both tied right now, five and one, and Poots got the six and zero oh on the card. And Ransom, oh, yeah, sadly, who isn't with us uh, this week again, uh, just isn't in contention at all i don't know how that works 
I mean, uh, he's, be, he's being a big boy. Uh, you know, Ransom's no, got it, a lot of responsibilities. So, he does. He does. Um, Dude, in I all get seriousness. It. No, and like, and, and to be perfectly honest with you, joking aside and all that stuff, Ransom, we miss you. We hope you're doing well and you're handling all your responsibilities uh, uh, well. And we hope that you and the entire Ransom family are doing well. Keep fighting those fires in Mordor. Yes. Doing doing the Lord's work. Doing absolutely doing the Lord's work. Guys, we actually kind of have a big week uh this week. We got a lot to talk about, especially uh NXT Takeover Portland and the results and all the awesomeness that that was. But before we do that, uh Beef, you want to do us a favor and thank the sponsors? Why Poot, I'd love to. Let's start by thanking our uh, a perennial favorite, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tiger Bomb Tom, uh, aka the casual gaming dad himself, uh, for all of the awesome streams that he puts up, uh, especially now that he has the uh, the, the holy trifecta, the, oh. the PS4, the yes. Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Man, you oh, guys still don't just, still don't have a PC there, cowboy. No, no, no. A uh, yeah, I know I'm not part of the PC Master Race. I'm not. I'm not going to uh, Master Racer. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be burning consoles on people's front lawns, you know. But anytime what? somebody says PC Master Race, that's exactly my first thought. I'm like, you going to start making, like, console crosses on my front yard and burning them? Like, come on. I don't know. Throw Anyways. Throwing throw ram at you like salt, you know. Exactly. No, it would be here. a big axe. That's what it would be. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, you know, now, now that your collection is complete, yes. uh, you're going to be dropping some Run really awesome ball. stuff. Yeah, uh, actually, let me ask you this, Tom. Yeah. Uh, as a man who is, I, I I feel probably on par with the excitement of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Are you getting that day one, and are you going to be streaming at day one? Yes and yes. Uh, as soon as I go into work tomorrow, I'm requesting my days off in April. I've got, I'm going to request off the day after WrestleMania because it's going to go till goddamn three o'clock in the morning. We know uh, that. As yeah. always, that's that's number one. Number you two, watch I'm it requ- with us, dum dum. Uh, I'm gonna try. Um, what I'll, I'll probably be a little late to the party. Uh, after I drop the kids off, though, I can probably uh, meander my way up there to the whatever area you guys are at. I'm assuming that uh, the the dungeon of beefitude there. Sweet. Probably Ransom's house because we can't go right. anywhere because he, he he doesn't leave his house ever except to fight fires. But go on. Okay. So uh, so I'm gonna take. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm definitely gonna take. Yeah, I'm going to definitely take that Monday off. I'm going to take the day off uh, for Final Fantasy VII Remake coming out, and I'm going to take the day off for uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake coming out, and I'm going to try to squeeze in um, what uh, the uh, the IWC Clearfield event on the, what is it, the 25th? That's yeah. Saturday. Oh, yes. Poop Miss Eve. Yo, yes, Poop it's, Poop Miss, it's Poop Miss Eve. And then on that following do- day, we have NXT UK takeover. We do. Yeah, and man. We Although do. it's not even in the UK, which is funny, but go on. No, but but I was I was actually going to ask you, idiots. You know what? If and you could swing it, you just come up here and, and, uh, and we could enjoy it at Castle Day Bard. I could try. I, I, might, yeah, I, might well. ha- I might have to bring some young ones up with me. Oh, dude, uh, it's okay. We'll, okay. Uh, we like the young we'll ones. See. We got we'll, lots we'll, of toys we'll and sharp yeah. things got... for them to play with. Nice. We uh, that'll be great. That'll be fantastic. Um, you've seen. You've we'll seen, talk some details. You've seen his father's. He's, you've uh, you've seen Doctor Death's room of dentistry, so uh, you know they can have fun <laughs> up there. Dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yes, so, yeah, so lots of uh, exciting things coming up for Casual Gaming Dad in the future, and that's not to, uh, to, uh, to put down what you're doing now, man, because, like I said, you're doing lots of good stuff. Um, Thank you. Are you, uh, you're, you're still working on World War Z, I see, every now and again, and, um, you know. Yeah, just... 
I, I kind of, uh, I, well, I kind of, I kind of taking a break from that. I, I might still okay. be, I, I might still do it like off stream and stuff like that with my cousin and stuff. Uh, but I just started into some Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Nice. Um, the, nice. The only difference between it and uh, the only difference between the X version and just Code Veronica is in the Code Veronica X version, you get a little bit more of the stuff that you would have gotten in Wesker's report. Like you kind of get the cut scenes with Wesker and kind of showing like his perspective on things or whatever. Um, but I just started that. Well, as of as of this recording, I started it last night. So by the time people hear it, I'll have part two out. Uh, and also by the time people hear this, I will have done uh, some Mario Kart uh, Mario Kart Eight online on the Switch. So uh, catch the streams and look for the friend code there. Add me on there. We'll do some racing together. I'll whoop some ass. It'll be a good time. Listen to that. Talking to the people and whipping the ass of the people. That's what we that that's what we like to hear out of a sponsor. Yep. Thanks, Tom. No problem. Best. I try. We'd be <laughs> remiss as well if we didn't mention uh, uh, Sean, Mr. Excuse me, Mr. Sean Tischler and IWC Clearfield. Uh, uh, as uh, as Tom mentioned there, um, Cage Combat and Clearfield returns on uh, Putmas Eve. Uh, for all of you uh, non-friend of Poots, that's uh, April 25th, Saturday night uh, at the, uh, the, the Clearfield uh, Combat Arena, a.k.a. the... Uh, um, what's it called? The Expo One up there. Um, so come out, support IWC local, and uh, if you get down in this area, if you get down in this area, uh, stop, stop it, beep. <laughs> no, they're putting on some pretty great shows uh, in in this area as well. They have uh, ignition coming up here at the. Uh, uh, that's this weekend, actually. Ignition is, is it? Uh, yep. the twenty second. Yeah, no, I, thought, I thought that was. I thought that was next weekend. No, because next weekend is uh, AEW. Okay. Oh, and yeah. on on that note for this weekend, uh, change of the card though. Um, so Hardcore Holly is not going to be able to make it. So taking his spot in this uh, special referee spot is the is Pittsburgh's own franchise Shane Douglas. No, that no, guy no, will no. do He's anything for fucking, a buck. The fucking franchise Pittsburgh's fucking all star. The fucking franchise Shane Douglas. That guy will do anything for a buck. Um, God love him. The name of the franchise. No, whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, whoa. I met him when he uh, he was at the Jaffa Mosque, and he, dude, super cool guy. Like, yacked with me about the Penguins. Was like talking to me about like different Pittsburgh stuff, and then went and cut a promo in the Ring of Heel promo, saying, "All you people who are from out around this Hick area, thinking you love Pittsburgh, fuck you." It was the best. Like it just like tickled me to death. Like <laughs> he was so good. But, I I genuinely feel bad for Shane Douglas. And this I, is kind man, of an aside, but yeah, like he he just he he had so much talent, so much charisma, and it was just always just wrong place, wrong time, a day late, dollar short. Say what you will, but man, it fucking sucks. You're right. You are absolutely right. Dean Douglas yeah. all the way. Hashtag Dean Douglas. Uh, um, also, anyway, be- uh, so yes, thank you to IWC uh, and Sean with his work on IWC Clearfield. Check out IWC. IWC Clearfield Cage Combat returns on April 25th. Check out IWC Ignition this Saturday. On Poop and then uh, Night mm-hmm. of Superstars. I believe that's uh, – is that in March? Yes. I- IWC Night of Superstars. Yeah, um, that's in March. Uh, we would – we would be remiss, uh, and again, this is not an official sponsor, but I always like to give some, uh, you know, some uh, some love when I can. Um, 
Um, imagine wrestling is going to be coming down uh, the Pittsburgh way as well, as well uh, Blairsville anyway, so it's not quite to Pittsburgh, but it's still closer than, you know, uh, Tyrone or Tuna and that, so uh, for sure. So uh, if you can't get out to Imagine Wrestling uh, in Blairsville on uh, March the 7th, uh, check out some of the stuff that they're doing. Like we said, man, a, a lot of these indie guys, they go back and forth to the same promotions, so, uh, you know, so a lot of the guys you'll see on IWC are the same guys you'll see in, in Imagine, so get out and support your local product. Um, that's it for the sponsors. Let's hit the ground running, boys. All right. Lead the way. <laughs> you want to start with NXT TakeOver? Sure. Let's start Holy with NXT TakeOver. Holy shit, what a card. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I've currently got it on and I'm still catching up on it. Like, I'm, I'm on the uh, Champa Cole match. I mean, I, I heard the results of the Cole and Ripley matches, which is about, was about what I expected. Um, but, um, yeah, man. Uh, so far, from what I've watched on the card, man, it's a uh, fucking banger so far all Dude, around. Out the gate, they went from zero to awesome. Like it was like it, it never let down. <coughs> like, like, and and maybe I'm knee jerking here, but like really, it was top to bottom, engaging, exciting, entertaining, and. Fun. I will say this though, and I tagged I tagged you you idiots and ransom in the um in the post on Facebook where the guy it 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 does get a I will admit this. I read this and I went, you know, he's kind of right. It's whenever you get to the point where you like see someone kick out of the ninth top rope fuckinator, you know. <laughs> after you know, it, it does get exhausting after a while, and it's one of those things like to me. They they hit right at the precipice of falling off the edge. It was like right at the edge because if there would have been more false finishes in either the Cole match or the uh, Keith Lee Dominic Dajakovic match, I probably would have been like, "All right, guys, this is cartoony." See, Keith Lee and Dajakovic. I don't think that they had a ton of those. Uh, um, you want to think about that for a second? Yeah, I was gonna say well, they, they. Okay. They had quite but, a bit. Let me let let me let me backtrack that. There weren't a lot of kicking out of finishers, um, which which I think bears mentioning. Um, signatures are one thing, like the spirit bomb. You know that's a signature move, but like um, ground zero or whatever they're calling it, the Keithleys, uh, the the jackhammer, whatever they're fucking calling it now. Oh, the um, um the the oh, what's it called? The DVD to uh, to 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 a front slam. Isn't it big bang? Uh, catastrophe big yeah, bang catastrophe the, yeah. Yes. yeah that so like they they do a pretty good job of protecting finishers they they that those two did a pretty good job of protecting finishers because um i don't think and i could be wrong i, I don't think dajakoba can't feast your eyes I, I know he tried but i don't think he hit it no he did not so and uh when when lee hit the big bang catastrophe like that was it and yes, and then at the top of the card, obviously, you, hit, you had Cole hitting the Panama Sunrise and Ciampa kicking out. Ciampa hitting Project uh, Ciampa and uh, Cole kicking out. Um, I think Cole hit him with the last shot and Ciampa even kicked out of that. So, like, yeah, you know, at the top of the card, you're going to have that. So, I'm of two minds about it. Yeah, okay, the, the official Botchamania fan page was right about that. That sometimes it can get a bit much. Sometimes you jump over the shark whenever you do those kind of things. But at the same time, like, it really, 
really heightens the importance of the match. And, like, even though it tends to happen every single NXT, like, takeover card, I'm, you know, I'm still here for it, you know? So, that's just me, I guess. Dude, I I get it. Uh, and I'm sorry, Tom, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, oh no 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 no! Sorry, I I had I had taken my I had to take my headphones off for a second, so you probably just heard the oh you probably heard beef's echo or whatever. I, I'm good. Right, right on. Um, yeah. No, it. I had to plug. I had to plug in my PS4 controller. The battery was low. I got the I got the uh, oh, I the got blimp, the takeover show the, on my on my console right now. So um, no. So uh, beef, I will agree with you to an extent. Um, and, and it is, there's, there's a point where it's, and like I said, for me, it it was, it was high drama. It it really was to me. It was high drama, but had, had anything been a little more extreme, it would have been kind of like, okay, I'm, I, I can't handle any more of this. Just someone win the goddamn match. You know what I mean? Like, and, and. And like it, if it didn't have the payoffs, like well, I kind of don't want to spoil anything. Well, Tom, well, Tom, actually, on. no, I'll, you. I'll you, tell you. I'll tell you where I'm at right now. Hold the, on, because well, the Cole Gargano thing. Um, I'm okay. Hold on, because I'm not. I I'm not at the end of the match. We just got. Or Champa. I'm sorry, Champa. Yeah, I just got past the the ref bump. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, Champa had hit, Champa had hit. Oh, Gargano's out at ringside now. Champa had hit the fairy tale ending. Wait for um, it. Um, he's yeah, he's grabbing the belt. Gargano's grabbing the belt. It's like a live stream. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, like a play by play. I know, right? And he's looking at it, and he's looking, and something fucky's about to happen. There right. it is. <laughs> yep. There it is. The I... moment. That made everybody cry out in pain. Dude, no. I was like, there were two things that made me happen. I went, I went, yay, we're getting Gargano Champa again. And then I went, I bought that DIY shirt. Damn it. Yeah. Like, no. um, man, they, yes. they, they, they fucking suckered us all, man. Oh, they I, did. I was right there, too. Dude, and, I and I'll tell you what, if they, if, if they would have had to buy one, get one on that shirt. It would have been mine. Oh, oh dude. Sure. same here. Same no, here. and and that's why I don't feel bad because it's a badass looking shirt. It is, and it was. And I mean, it's not like DIY's done forever. Let's, no, let's like, let's not kid ourselves. No. You know, I mean, we thought if after the last series <coughs> that they had, the last series that they had, it wasn't done, oh, and they brought it back. I mean, come on, you know. But we're getting Gargano Champa four. Like we're gonna get it. Huh, what? I was gonna say it's so it's so weird to me though to see like the last time that, that they had Gargano kind of do his uh, heel run. I don't know. It was just like he's not a heel. He's a baby. Yeah. Face. You look at him. That's... He's a baby face. Yeah. So I mean, I'm really, uh, I really, I'm really interested to see how it plays out for him. I mean, I'm all for it for the match, regardless. But it's going to be one of those things. It's kind of like it's kind of like trying to make Finn Balor the heel too. Like if you watch the Gargano Balor match, the crowd was fifty fifty split, and yep. Balor is the heel through and through on the you know between him and Gargano. I mean that, that's and just... I'll tell you what, like they're probably to be honest with you, they probably went this route because they're going to have an easier time getting Johnny over as kind of like the smarmy heel versus trying to turn Champa back because man. Like, 
I, I don't know what it is, but people have rallied behind Tommaso Ciampa. And I think it's honestly the Randy Orton effect, where you're just so damn good at being a heel. Mm-hmm. And it's Shayna Baszler's the same way where you're so good at being a heel that people cannot resist cheering for you because you're a badass. It's the, same the Austin effect. <laughs> it's the yeah, Austin exactly. effect. Yeah, the Austin, the Austin effect. Or, or uh, the flare factor. Or the mm-hmm. or the coal or the coal uh coal effect too. I mean he's mm-hmm. the coal coal you know, coalition. The coalition, the coal coalition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um the coal coal. Anyway, go the, the only match I didn't watch, um, and I'm gonna go back and watch it eventually, um, was the uh was the Rhea Ripley Bianca Belair match, which by all accounts I'm sure is gonna be a fantastic it, match. It it's was just the only it's the only one I didn't get to yet. It was good. No, okay. That one was it was it was good. But I think the reason that, like, Beef said it was okay and I go, it was good, instead of saying it was great and amazing, is because both of, of uh, both Ripley and um, the EST, um, we know what they're capable of. And so we went, oh, God, they're going to make magic here. And it was just a match. You know, the problem it was, was a match. is that it was, it was a vehicle. Um, and, and, and I think that, that that does Bianca Belair a major disservice because, you know, they had her win the NXT Women's Battle Royal, and I'm like, okay, all right, you know what, more more Bianca Belair, like, yeah, she's good, okay, she's entertaining, but man, like, after that, they strapped a rocket to her back. She came out in the Royal Rumble, she was a house of fire, and in, in the time since... Her promo work on NXT has been dynamite. She's been great. I lost my shit whenever she got in Charlotte Flair's face and she was like, you don't even go here. Yep. Like, I, love I mean, it. <laughs> they they have made her seem so important. And then it was over. Now, I, I feel like one of two things is going to happen. Either Charlotte and... Um, Bianca Belair have a match. Um, spoiler alert, Tom. Uh, at the end of the match, Charlotte oh, no, I, and announced that she's gonna, you know, pick Rhea Ripley. But no, that's after fine. I, that I, did, Ripley, I did. Yeah, I did. I did catch that, and I and I figured Ripley had won, which I figured was gonna set up the the vehicle for right. Charlotte versus Rhea at WrestleMania. So that's why that that one I skipped. I wanted to get I wanted to get through the uh, the tag match, which I did, and I wanted to see what happened with uh, Cole and Champa because. I figured something big had to happen, you know. I'm and just assuming. At the after she takes down Rhea and after she says she accepts the NXT title match at WrestleMania, she then makes a kind of a beeline for Bianca Belair on her way out and takes her out a little bit too. So yeah. I feel like they're either setting up a singles match between Charlotte and Bianca, which I'm in, or they're gonna make it a triple threat match at WrestleMania, which again. I have no problem with. The only problem I have with WrestleMania Triple Threats is like I think that that's been like a consecutive, uh, a constant thing with WrestleMania women's matches. They're always triple threat matches, or at least the important ones. Yeah, kind of like you know, it has the the kind of tag team effect. You know what I mean? Like there were there was a long time there where on on uh, bigger pay per views, tag team championships were being defended in like four corners matches. You know, like that. Exactly, exactly. And 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 I get it. Everybody wants a WrestleMania payday. That's fine, and and these three women, uh, Charlotte included, I think, will do a great job if it is a triple threat. But here's the problem: I think it devalues the product and it waters it down. Because guess what? Um, if if it's a triple threat match, it's very clear 
that Bianca is there to eat the pin or the submission. Now, you know, sometimes those don't always work out. Look at last year's main event at WrestleMania where Ronda wasn't supposed to lose, but she did. Like, you know, these things do happen. But um, the the point remains that, you know, Bianca's... Ba- so, so basically you get this big push of Rhea versus Charlotte, and you want to know who's the better one, but at the end of the day, they beat somebody who's, you know, inconsequential. So, I mean, I don't want to see them go that route. I'd, I'd rather see them have, like, Charlotte versus Bianca be, like, a warm-up match either on um, TakeOver for Charlotte or um, maybe even at Elimination Chamber for Charlotte. I think I think if anything, I think that's the well the latter of the two there. I think that's what you get. I think you'll get Charlotte versus Bianca at you know whatever show before WrestleMania, and then you'll get Rhea versus Charlotte um, at WrestleMania. I I personally think that's the way that they would go, um, and I'm and I'm okay with that because I don't. Uh, the only reason I don't want a triple threat match like it'll it'll be. Uh, as far as the in ring work, it'd be amazing to watch because all three of them they're. It, for as much shit as we give Charlotte Flair, and always obviously it depends on who you're working with in the ring because we've seen we've seen you know different people who we consider to be good like we can you know I consider Becky to be good in the ring and Sasha to be good in the ring or whatever but sometimes Charlotte with Becky even though they're like best friends they just there was times that they like just didn't have very good chemistry in the ring, um, um but you know say what you will about charlotte but she is you know she's pretty pretty good in the ring uh technically and th- the three of them would definitely put on a very good match uh in ring work wise but i don't want to see bianca just be there as just the fall person because i i think she deserves better i think she's really coming into her own i think she's stepping up and i think she's ready to you know kind of take that main spotlight so and, and it's hard because you have you have such a stacked, uh, you know, you have such a stacked roster in the big picture of it all in all of WWE to encompass, you know, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. It's like, man, we have we have a lot of people. You know, it's just like, where are we going to put the, where are we going to put these all these pieces we have? Because you can't have a, you know, a chessboard full of kings and queens. You got to have some bishops. You got to have some rooks. You got to have some pawns too. <laughs> Zach Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, you know. Oh man, I feel uh, so bad. I've been watching a lot of their uh, major podcast, uh, the, like YouTube channel thing, where they go like uh, figure hunting and stuff like that. Yeah, and do I feel so bad for those guys? Like I, I do. Like they, I wish they would have pulled the trigger on Zach Ryder just a little bit harder. Well, but, I mean, Zack Ryder has had has had two WrestleMania moments, like out of fucking the blue, where he has raised the title, singles and uh, a, a tag, the tag team with. Well, that was whenever Hawkins, yeah, Hawkins lo- uh, lost the streak. Right, um, but yeah. so like, but he lost. That, you know, he lost that IC belt the yeah. next night. Yeah, he did, which was kind of kind of shitty, you know. I mean, but I love Zack Ryder, and, and I love Zack Ryder ever since he was wearing the one-legged tights. Uh, ever since, you know, he came out to uh, the, the Cole radio song, not the new one. Uh, you know, ever since he was wearing, like, silver and, like, neon orange and, like, pastel purple. And, like, the whole YouTube show. <coughs> Excuse me. But we have to be realistic. You know, what is Zack Ryder's cap? 
He's a one-time United States champion. He's a one-time Intercontinental champion. He's a multiple tag tag team champion. Um, that's pretty damn good. When you consider guys like Roddy Piper, Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase never held a singles title in WWE other than the Million Dollar Championship. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, like we say, oh, man, I feel so bad for Zack Ryder. But, I mean, in reality, dude's living his dream. He's had two WrestleMania moments. And honestly, if I'm being real, I think he's had a Hall of Fame career. When you put up, when you put him up with those accolades versus what other people have had that are in the Hall of Fame, it's, I, I think, anyway. If well, nothing else for a feel-good story. And the, and the thing about that, too, is – you look at you look at some of the other people like okay look at the Godfather he's in the Hall of Fame how many single titles did he win he won what probably some the European belts well okay. I, I I I don't even think that I think I think he was just Intercontinental if I'm if I'm not mistaken I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he was European at some point but in, and he in, had in to case, have been he had to have been hardcore champ and something you know what I'm gonna do a little bit of research you talk amongst yourselves that that's fine in any case I mean you look at him for somebody title wise you know didn't have uh, some sort of uh super spectacular resume but he's in the Hall of Fame because just the you know the character that he was I think I, I think with Zack Ryder he's got a little bit of both in that sense and you know yeah I sit here and I say you know kind of you know uh, through the little snub in there to say, you know, uh, uh, pe- the uh, people at the bottom of the roster. But let's be honest, oh. I- I'm 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 not gonna hang on one sec. I'm almost done there. Um, I will not. I- I'm not gonna feel sorry necessarily for Zack Ryder, um, because if he wanted an opportunity to grow more and do something more creatively, he could very easily not resign. Dude's making money, even if he is jobbing. He's making money. Oh God, yeah. Oh you know my what God, I mean? yeah. So, and he's banging Chelsea Green. So, I mean, it's not all bad. Uh, well, and that's the other thing. God bless Chelsea Green for putting up with his shit. Um, <laughs> ser- no, yeah. seriously. Go watch some of the major wrestling podcasts. They, like, I, I love those guys. And I'm like, man, that's great. He has an awesome relationship. And they're doing this whole thing. and everything. But, like, God love her. Because, mm. like, holy shit. So, really quick. Godfather. Beef was right. He held the WWF Intercontinental Tag Team Championship or Intercontinental Championship one time, but he did also hold the tag championships one time with Bull Buchanan. Was oh yeah, oh that yeah, was right part to of right, right, to yeah, right to censor. But then uh, this is noted right below it, and I just got to throw this out there. He really hasn't had a lot of championships and accomplishments too. So Beef, your 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 uh. Your point stands true. Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranked him number 61 of the top 500 wrestlers on uh, the 1999 PWI um, uh, top 500. Then also 353 of the top 500 wrestlers in 2003. Here's the Wrestling Observer newsletter, though. You ready for this? Man, Uncle Dave is kind of a dickhead to the Godfather. Worst gimmick in 1992 as Papa Shango. Worst feud of the year, 1992, with the Ultimate Warrior. And, yeah, that's not wrong. And most embarrassing wrestler, nineteen ninety two. Dude, I I'm wow. not. You know what? I'm probably in the minority, but I like the. I mean, like for for the gimmicky gimmicky shit that there was back then. I like the Papa Shango thing. When I when I saw when I saw the Ultimate Warrior bleeding the black blood on one of the interviews, like he was just out there, like in the arena talking to whoever he was. 
I distinctly remember that was like the first, my first introduction to like anything Papa Shango related. And I was like, oh my God. And I was this little kid. I'm like, what the hell is happening to this guy? Like, you know. Well, oh, and I mean, that's not on, that's, that's not on the Godfather though, because the, the fact is, is that, you know, uh, this was like the pre, pre attitude era. This is like the pre uh, new generation era. Oh yeah. Where gimmicks were slowly, but surely being worked out. Right. So to have this like, you know, over the top um fucking shaman gimmick, which was great and I loved it for what it was, like going back to retrospect, I'm like, Hell yeah, Papa Shango. But at the time, like if we if 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 we could take the P three in a time machine and go back to like Eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, ninety two. We'd shit all over Hogan's return. Oh, we'd shit all boy. over them misusing Sid Vicious. We'd shit them all, all over them. Um, you know, taking the title off of Randy Savage so quickly. Like we would, we would pick a lot of fights because of, of with with a lot of things that they Tom, were doing. So Tom, ready yeah. to do it with me? Beef's not wrong. Wrong. Beef's not Beef's wrong. Not wrong. Hey, Beef's, you know what? You uh, know. Fun little factoid. You want to know who uh, kind of almost. Uh, almost semi-revived the Papa Shango gimmick uh, as part of, like, his uh, his first character run. Who's that? Xavier Woods. Ooh, I would have loved That's it. Awesome. That would have been good. Yeah. Now, I, I love, no, fun, fun. There's, there's, something on, there's something I saw a video of his on Instagram. I'll have to find it, and I'll send it to you guys. Other fun fact. Did you know, literally the show that he debuted on the Nation of Domination, he was supposed to debut as the Godfather? Or not the Godfather as uh, Papa Shango again? Oh, really? And it was oh, supposed no. to be. It was supposed to be more, uh, more horror, like horror based, like it kind of like. Oh, that would be cool. Kind of like, uh, think like, <coughs> think like Jack Nicholson Joker is what is what he was as Papa Shango. They wanted him okay. to be Heath Ledger Joker. Ooh, like oh, yeah, okay. they wanted it to be more. This guy's crazy. And he does fucked up things that he claims are supernatural. You know, like, it was supposed to be that. But then they were like, nah, you're with the nation. Yep. So, Interesting. Which that's, it, that's, yeah, right? That's, that's, we are way off the topic. Yeah, we're here. off let's, base. Let's, let's, reel it, let's, let's reel way back. So, um, kind of kind of finish up on NXT here. Um, so, I, you know, Lee versus Dijakovic was amazing, and I think we all knew that it would be. Oh, yeah. Cool mm -hmm. versus Ciampa was amazing because, again, we know, you know, the sum is equal to the parts. I'll tell you what absolutely jumped off the page to me was um, Balor and Gargano. And, again, like, we oh, yeah. we saw it coming. We said, okay, this is going to be a great match. And I, and I even, you know, we, we, we talked about it last week, how, how great of a card this was. But uh, Balor versus Gargano was everything I wanted, and then some. Uh, I love Johnny coming out in the Carnage stuff. Oh my I god, so good. that's I feel like that probably set the tone. Uh, probably was a little bit of a, uh, of a of a of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, maybe he's looking at you. Maybe he's looking at Boss Man. Yeah. So, um, sorry, that's a that's a dated reference that only Hoss is gonna understand it if if Hoss even <laughs> listens to us. But anyway, <coughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Sorry about that. It's okay. It happens. But um, my point here is that that – so the foreshadowing a little bit. Plus, um, you, you had to love the fact that, like, the tights and the boots especially were, like, streaked with, like, red and black. It was very demon-esque. I, I, I felt like there was a very stark, like, contrast between the two. 
I, I really dug, and the match itself was amazing as well. So, yo, when know. that was the nastiest, nastiest uh, coup de gras I think he's ever delivered. It was so solid. And the other thing was when Balor pinned Gargano, that moment, you're like, holy fuck, Balor is awesome. Like, it's yeah. just, you just, my God. Dude, that, how about, I, I love the, uh, I, I, the, the one spot in particular I loved was whenever uh, Gargano went to uh, dive outside the ring, Balor caught him and looked like he was going to 1916 DDT him, and then Johnny pushed him off into the steps. That Just that little sequence there, I was like, oh, 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 oh. it's like so good. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to me... I think you have to pull the trigger on Finn versus Cole at uh, at uh, Takeover Tampa. Absolutely. Um, yep. And, and and I think I think that he's going to be the one to beat Adam Cole. Oh, because absolutely. I think that Cole's going to be close to his reign to Finn's uh, first. I think it was now, Finn's first reign. Well, here's Actually, the thing. He, he's only had it once. The... Never mind. Go ahead. No, Finn, Finn's uh, Finn's had it twice. No. Has... no. Oh no, nope, that's right. I was... Because I, I was thinking he was going to be cool and become the first ever three time, but no, uh, Joe and Shinsuke and um, I think that's it. I think it might just be Joe and Shinsuke are are the are the only two time NXT champions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, okay. As you're saying it, yeah, you're right. Uh, because they they've talked about it before. Um, no, uh, but somebody was saying to me that as of right now, there is no takeover Tampa scheduled. Um, the next takeover yes, there is. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Well, then, as far, then, as far as I know, anyway. Okay. Uh, either way, I mean, even if there's not specifically a takeover one, I, I'd almost guarantee you, if the if that is the case, you're gonna get an NXT match on, uh, you know, on WrestleMania on the WrestleMania card itself. I mean, it just for. Oh no, yeah. It's, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, it's it's scheduled. They they even have the logo. I, I forgot to show the logos on on Takeover TV, but yeah, uh, oh, April, good. April the fourth, twenty twenty. Okay, awesome. Even better. So yeah, uh, yeah, Balor's definitely got to be. Regardless, whoever they put up against Cole is taking that title. Mark my words, because that's that's got to be it. That's the fall of the era, you know. Um, it only makes sense. It, yeah, exactly. It it only makes sense. I, I I can't and I can't see the only the only other way if they want to swerve us is to, to break up the era is to have the other three of them turn on Cole, uh, where, you know, they could remain the bad guys. Cole could become the sympathetic baby face where they could just be like, you know, we're supposed to be a team, but it's always been you. Everybody chants your name. Everybody, well, you know, it's, it's all about you. It's always been about you, not the, you know, not the group or whatever. And you can't deny that. And they, they you know, that the three of them just gang up on him. It that's is, the only other way that you could. That's the only one of two ways that you could break up the era is just it that, is, or they just split them somehow, moving them to the other rosters. It's really funny that you mentioned that because I saw on Facebook there was a um, a Twitter exchange between Balor and um, uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Balor mm -hmm. basically was lauding Kyle O'Reilly's abilities. Kyle O'Reilly's was Kyle O'Reilly said like, um, like you know talent or like gave him a compliment back like saying thanks man. So oh, we could see oh, all right. No, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's let's take this back because if you remember and you may not, um, but 
Adam Cole was the leader of Bullet Club for a cup of coffee. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was that was a very much. He like, was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ring of Honor. NJPW. Uh, yeah. So and when Omega took the reins, uh, the Bucks were the ones to take Cole out. Yep. I and Cole no. AJ took over after Finn, right? In in the New Japan, right? Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. I believe you're so, right on that one. That would be very fucking fitting to have Balor kind of step into the Adam Cole role in the Undisputed Era. And I would I'm here for it. That's Dude. and then and then and then and then you fucking build up Cole the whole rest the whole next year. Maybe even you fucking throw a rumble win his way so that he can beat the demon. Maybe he's the guy that beats the demon on WrestleMania weekend. I, you know, just spitballing here, but I mean that gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. Dude, it's it it makes a shit ton of sense. Like it 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 would be There's so, so much great. Money. It would be so great to have Balor build a new faction off of the undisputed era and leave Cole in the dust and then have Cole. It would dude. It would skyrocket. I'm, I'm calling it right now. I'm going to say it right now. Adam Cole, give it a year or two is going to be like this generation's Shawn Michaels. Yep. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. he is going to be beloved and pushed to the moon and he will be given I, I really believe he will be given a lot of leeway that a lot of other superstars are not because just he you look at him and you go, I want to be friends with that guy. Yeah. You just do. It doesn't matter who it is. You show them a picture of Adam Cole and you go, that guy's cool. Here's my fear, though. Like, we know what NXT was. It, it used to be kind of, you know, the feeder, developmental. Uh, people would be pulled at Vince's whim as you know, late as last year where, uh, you know, shit was tanking before WrestleMania and Vince said to Triple H, give me your four best guys out of NXT. Hence Gargano, Ciampa, uh, Black, and Ricochet coming up um, before uh, Ciampa got hurt. So, but, yes, now it's on USA, now it's its own quote-unquote third brand. However, to me, the fact that Shayna Baszler has been pulled from NXT to Raw tells me because, you know, I, I there are very few people that I think Triple H would fight tooth and nail for to keep on NXT. And I think that Shayna Baszler is one of those talents. And if he lost her to Raw, that tells me that as much as they're like, this is the third brand, we're going to try and compete with AEW, da-da-da-da-da. Like, it's, it's, it's all just fucking, you know, um, it's, it's, it's all just fucking words because they're still pulling people that are successful in NXT. We've already heard how much Vince loves Keith Lee. So it's, it's only a matter of time, I feel. Well, well also, take into, also take into consideration the fact that you, since you, you have Rhea Ripley and now look at Bianca Belair coming into her own, do you really need a Shayna Baszler there as well? Like, the again, the top of the card is pretty full there, so... You know, like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna have? Are you gonna have Shayna? You know, keep losing to to Ripley? Like, no, you don't want to do that because you don't want to devalue her stock. So it makes sense to have her go up to Raw because, let's face it, the Raw and SmackDown women's rosters are, you know, kind of lacking. And like, who else is there for for Becky to face? She's already said it. 
you know, in, in kayfabe and in reality, when you look at it, Becky's faced everybody. She's faced Charlotte. So there's no, really no sense that, you know, keep going back, back to the well on that one. I mean, yeah, will it provide, would it provide for good matches? Probably, but it, that, what's, what are you more excited for? If you hear, if you hear potential of two matches, Becky versus Charlotte or Becky versus Shayna? What about Becky versus Ruby Riot? Ruby Riot, I think, is someone who's been gone a while, and I think that that would have been a fresh matchup. That yeah. would have been nice too, but uh, I, I'm just trying to think of the the psychology behind it, or like the why. Like, I, I don't know. Like Ruby Riot versus uh, you know versus Liv Morgan. That's gonna that it's gonna help build up Liv a little bit. I hope. Um, you know, they have they have history, obviously, or whatever. Just you know, they whether drop- the history. What's that? Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll makes it'll make for some drama. Um, what I would have liked to seen more um, from last week's RAW, whenever Ruby did come back, was I would have loved to seen uh, not only just her attacking Liv Morgan, but I would love to seen her, you know, give uh, you know give a little bit to uh, to fucking Lana as well too, just to prove that punk esque attitude, like. I don't give a shit about anybody sort of thing. Yeah. I, I think they dropped the ball and Liv Morgan to begin with, not putting her with Bray Wyatt, but you know, yeah, there's that too. But anyway, no, the point like that's the thing. There's so much like I, I the, like just from what we've been talking about for the past, what 20 minutes, like, dude, this is such a good time for this like section of the WWE universe. It really is. I agree. Like I mean, oh, yeah. and, like Absolutely. NXT. Like to me, I tell I tell everyone. I say if they were a pro wrestling fan and they've been a lapse pro wrestling fan, or if they go like, ah, oh, you know, wrestling. I mean, I watched a little bit, but I, I never really got into it. To, I go go watch NXT. Yep. I said just yep. use your free month, watch NXT, and tell me you're not fucking sold. NXT and AEW. Uh, yeah. I, you know, if, if, if someone says, Hey, I'm interested in getting into back into wrestling, I, you know, it, it, you, cause you have to gauge them. Are, are they interested in like the big time theatrics? Are they interested in the actual wrestling product? If they're looking for like a standout wrestling program where they're going to see five-star matches, NXT is the way to go. If they're looking for a good program, that's also going to have great matches. Um, but probably a little bit more of like, you know, the panache, you're going to go to AEW, but I mean, either way you can't lose. Speaking of AEW, good segue. Uh, thank you, uh, Beef. You wanna you wanna head this one? You're the AEW AEWE, the AEW expert here. <coughs> yeah, if I could fucking speak, um, not you know against you, but my fucking coughing. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, big show tomorrow. Um, big show that would have happened by the time you hear this. Uh, is, no. Oh, there uh, we go. New up. new rule. No, nope, nope. Sexual no. chocolate, baby. Change not approved. Uh, so tomorrow night they have the first ever AEW cage match uh, with Cody versus uh, Wardlow, which is sure to be awesome. Uh, I, I don't know if he has to beat Wardlow to go on. Uh, I... I struggle with having Wardlow win or you know lose his first match. Um, we'll see, but uh, you know either way, um, it's it's gonna be fucking impressive. And then they have the uh, the tag team battle royal 
um, which is going to set up the contenders for the um, Revolution Tag Team Title match. So, and and I'm I'm all about like number one contenders matches. I'm all about um, tag team battle royals and whatnot. That's fine, but <clears throat> aren't they kind of like devaluing their own rankings? Like when they had. Um, I think Hikaru Shida was ranked as the uh, the number one contender. Yeah. And then, like, they had, like, a Fatal 4-Way match, which was won by somebody else. I think it was Chris Statlander, actually. And she basically jumped her. Like, so what was the point? And I, I get it. Like, you know, by, by winning the match, she effectively jumped her. But, I mean, you know, what's the point? And the same thing goes with the, uh, with, with, with the Tag Team Battle Royal. Um, I don't know what position the Bucks are in, but I'm fairly certain that the, that the Young Bucks are going to win tomorrow night. Uh, so that they can set up the match with Omega and Hagman because, you know, AEW is very predictable, but that's not a problem yet. Well, the I, o- I, 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 really quick, Tom. Yeah, the, go ahead. The only thing that I can say about AEW is that, and, and to be to be fair. Um, to be fair. To be fair. I haven't really kept up a crazy amount. I have... Um, I've I've read a lot about it and I've I've listened to other uh podcasts and stuff like that. Um but the thing is from all accounts and from what I've seen and everything, there are a lot of very good bright spots. Um for uh I mean for God's sake, MJF Cody. Like mm-hmm. but it seems like they are um it seems like they're having a hard time really finding their footing and delivering a solidified true vision of what they were promising about like with, uh, you know, uh, the standings and, you know, Oh, we're going to have a relationship with this company and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think they've ever promised a relationship with any companies. Um, I mean, and, and at the end of the day, though, like, and yes, I am going to defend AEW because I'm the resident AEW fanboy. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> they, suck. they uh, that's right, all, all fucking day. He's the, said, he's, the, he's the double AEW. He's the advocate for AEW. Just remember, open Thank your you. throat, Beef. Go on. Um, the, Just ask uh, Ransom. He'll show you how. Oh, oh hey, whoa, himself, whoa, man. whoa. Don't you badmouth my advocate while he's not here. I'll come over there and I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. Woo! Um, but, uh, you know, AEW from the beginning has said, hey, man, we're going to be an eclectic mix. Uh, you know, you're <clears throat> you're going to get a mixed bag with us because we're going to give a little bit of everything to everybody. You love tag team wrestling? You're in the right place. You love five-star matches? You come to the right place. You love, uh, you know, over-the-top kind of extreme matches? You're in the right place. So, uh, you know, Joshi Wrestling, they're, they're all over the place. <clears throat> um, time will tell uh, whether that's going to be a solid plan. Um, it's working right now. You know, they've, they've, they've beaten NXT consecutively, consecutively in the ratings every week. <clears throat> Excuse me, except for the week that... Um, was before Survivor Series, where they had, like, AJ Styles on uh, NXT. So, you know, they're, they're, they're not doing 
a bad job. Um, some weeks are better than others, um, but that's true of any product, man. There, 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 there are weeks where I've fallen asleep during NXT. So, <clears throat> but uh, you know, the, yes, I, I, I will. And, and I mean, that's because I, I, I kind of mentioned that myself. You know, the whole, the whole rankings thing at times seems a little arbitrary. If they're just going to give shots to other people, like, what's the point of having a ranking system? You know, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Their rankings start over at the beginning of the calendar year, so like, <laughs> I, I don't know. That seems weird. But well, I mean, every, well, I'm, the, not, I'm, not there not are the rankings. The, uh, the 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 rankings are ever changing, but the uh, the records. That, that's they, what they, I meant to say. I'm sorry. The record, yeah, the records at the beginning of the calendar year, like erase or whatever and reset. No, so that's not the case. So they, 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 so they, they track them are you, separately. Are you they sure? Have a, yes. Because, because I, <laughs> I thought, I thought I remember hearing JR explicitly mention that like more than a couple times. Well, to be fair, you heard JR say it. So, and to be fair, I, I do watch every week <clears throat> okay. like, without losing it. Like when you watch it on the entrances, they come out and yes, they kind of like push the 2019 records. Oh my goodness, the 2020 records, but they have like their 2020 record and then right beside it, their overall record. Okay. Uh, Just so, wanted to make sure. But regardless, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, guys. I apologize about my voice uh, and to fine. the listeners. All, uh, all seven of you, we appreciate it. Don't apologize um, to these cocksucking bastards. They haven't whoa, said whoa, a forty nine nine yet. Whoa. Ransom juice, ransom juice, ransom juice. What? What happened? <laughs> ransom juice. So, uh, the uh, my, my my point is that they are gearing up for a big show next Saturday, uh, which I'm excited for. Um, I, you know, I I think it's going to be a quality show because I've experienced nothing less from AEW pay per views. So um, that is you know, true. I, that is true. And I mean, at the end of the day, you can have a weekly syndicate be great every week or be, you know, bollocks every week. But if you're not paying off whenever, you know, the payoff happens, that's what's counts. important. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I think at the end of the day, you know, we're <clears throat> likely gearing up for sure. We're going to get uh, Jericho versus Moxley. That, that's a done deal. Uh, we're going to get uh, Cody versus MJF. That's going to happen. Yep. Dustin versus um, uh, Jack, Jake, Jake Hader. Jake Hager, okay. Hager, Hager is on is on the card, yeah. which is going to be, I think, a solid match. <clears throat> and then I think you're going to have uh, Omega and and um, o- Omega and the Hangman versus the Bucks uh, oh as God, well. <clears throat> we'll see. Never go full Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what they want to do with Bret Baker because. My thought was that Riho would beat Nyla Rose last week, retain the no. title, only to have Britt Baker take it from her. Um, I, I'm I'm not sad that Nyla Rose won. I, I got no problem with it, but it puts them in a position now because there aren't a lot of like face women, and especially there aren't a lot of face women that could believably beat Nyla Rose. So I, I think only... they're in a position right now. Well, two things. Um... One in regards, I'll get I'll get to the women's thing in a second. But the the one thing I would have liked to have seen, I, I don't know who's all in the tag team uh, battle royal or whatever. I'm gonna guess the Dark Orders in there somewhere, and mm-hmm. I feel Are like Butcher and Blade in there as well. Mm-hmm. I everybody I, okay hybrid theory. Pretty much if they, if if they're a tag team and they appear on, I think even the Stronghearts are showing up. 
Oh, so, okay. um, yeah, they're, they're, everybody who's been in AEW is going to be in the Battle Royal, apparently. That's what I heard anyway. So, but uh, but the only thing is, depending on who they're who they're going to have go up against, um, uh, you know, Hangman and uh, and Omega, I, I would have liked to have seen, I, I would have liked to have seen them do this Battle Royal a little a little bit sooner, so that way you have time to take and build the story. The same th- the same thing that happened with uh Riho and uh Sek- and uh Emmy Sakura or whatever. Um mm-hmm. the, is that the Freddie Mercury one? Yep. Yeah. Whenever they had that, they they had a good storyline there with like the student versus teacher thing, but we got it in like a 5 minute vignette before the match and not like weeks building up to it that's the that's the only thing that i that's the that's well, the biggest problem i had with it but uh, i but i will say that in regards to having a having a face female that could be uh believably beat nyla rose there's only one that comes to mind right now and that's chris stratlander and she's been gone for the last three weeks i she, she hasn't been on uh I, oh, oh my god oh my really? god oh my god I almost, oh. I, I almost called it impact. Oh, wow. um, take, ten, has, you take 10 lashings right now. I know, right? <laughs> she <laughs> has <laughs> not <laughs> been on <laughs> AEW Dynamite in about three weeks. That's sad because she's, I, right? I like her. She's really cool. There's well, a lot of so people AEW, who are un- unhappy with that gimmick that she's Really? Running. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, the it. alien thing. I well, don't care about the alien thing so much. I think she's just, I think she's just, she's got a good look. I think she's good in the ring. I get whatever, like you know, gimmick aside, I don't care. I don't mind the gimmick. I I like I like it. It's a little, it's different, goofy. It's a little different. Fuck it. The way the the way AEW is doing business is very unique in that they are borrowing a lot of people, i.e., Jeff Cobb. Which, by the way, Jeff Cobb versus Moxley tomorrow ought to be a banger too. Yeah. Um. So like they're borrowing a lot of people. Statlander is one of those people that they are letting. Um, that, that they're letting kind of work dates as well. So um, while they have a lot of contracted talents, they also have a lot of talents who are also working other promotions. Um, so I, I, I get it. And um, But, I, I, Tom, I want, I want to revisit a point real quick. You mentioned about uh, the Tag Team Battle Royal wishing it happened a while ago and that way there could be a buildup. Yes, but in reality... So, and if the Young Bucks do not win the Battle Royal then everything that you said is true and it's rushed and it's dumb and there's no point to it. But I'm fairly certain like this, I'll call it beef's lock of the week is that <laughs> the young bucks win tomorrow night because beef's meat ever, locker of the week <laughs> <laughs> ever since uh fighter fest, they have been doing this whole hangman page thing with the elite. And then they put him up with Kenny Omega with with the tag team with the tag team championships, and then like they're 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 putting static between them because Kenny's a great friend with the Bucks, like at at the Jericho cruise and and this that and the other thing, like this has this this story between Omega and Hangman and uh, the Bucks has been brewing for like two to three months now, and like I said, literally since Fighter Fest last what June, so I mean like. To say that it's a little bit of a rush story is not necessarily true as long as the Bucks win. If the best friends win, then it's like, what the fuck is that about? You know, that's 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 something that that's something that Vince McMahon would do right there. Where you have a solid story in place. This makes sense. 
So, of course, you've got to swerve everybody out of it just to keep the smarks on their toes. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of I hope you're right in the fact that the Bucks win. I, I hope you're right about that. But then another part of me doesn't want to see them hot potato these tag team titles because I don't know. It, it feels like like it, the Bucks seem like an obvious choice to carry those titles. But then, like, I, I don't know. Like, how do you, like, if the Bucks win, do you have them go over at uh, at Revolution? Or do you have... Yes. See, that's... I don't know. I I, I just don't like so, the hot... I, I just don't like the hot potato in the titles. And I know, I know that SCU held it for a good couple of months. But in the big picture of it, you know, within the first six months of, of the company's inception... You're gonna have three. You're gonna have you know two other uh, tag team title changes. I don't know. That's just I don't. I'm, well, I'm, normally I don't like like normally I'm right there with you. And Poot, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm 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 dancing all over your toes tonight. No, but, you're fine, uh, dude. Go ahead. I'm. This is probably you know, the weakest topic for me. To to me, like yes, I agree, Tom. I, I'm never for hot shining titles uh, and, and hot potato when I'm all over the place. But if there is a story incumbent. I I think I give a, a I, I think I give it a pass and, and and I'll do that in WWE too. If you're doing it for a story reason, for example, the Monday Night Messiah and Murphy, uh, fucking Buddy Murphy, by the way, yeah, uh, you know, R.I.P. Buddy. Wait, wait anyway, hold on, quick quick aside. Did you see? I think I sent it to you guys. Did you see the one uh, where somebody else did the meme like, oh, yet another name change, and instead of Bobby Fish, it was just Fish, yeah. and it was Bobby with a fish head? Yes. Uh, and, fish. And, <laughs> uh, and hold on. I forgot about the, I f- I forgot about the greatest part of, uh, of, of about uh, NXT TakeOver Portland was uh, the Broserweight's entrance with, how much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck! With the with the sing along thing, okay. I had I, to put that in there, but I, go on. I'm sorry, I hated that. I loved it. It's, I loved it. It's a it's a schlock, but I mean, Matt Riddle's kind of a schlocky guy, so Bruh. I give it to him, bro. Um, <laughs> but I mean, as far as talk shouting titles and all that, like you know, like with um, Rollins and Murphy winning the titles over the um, the Viking Raiders. Yeah, like I get it. I'm not a fan, but I get it because. They're probably setting up for Owens and Joe to beat those two at WrestleMania. That's fine by me. Like, so I, I get it. Sometimes, because we got to remember that, <sighs> that the titles are, in fact, vehicles, too. So, um, am, am I happy about it, them hot shining titles? Not really. But, at the end of the day, I think we see uh, this This sets us on the road for Hangman versus Page at um, either Double or Nothing or uh, All Out. So Hangman versus uh, Page, huh? Damn it! <laughs> I JR'd it. I JR'd it. Son of a bitch. Hangman. No, you uh, didn't hang it, but versus Omega. Excuse there me. Go. There you go. Um, but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> the uh, the the fact remains. I I I hear you, and I'm there for that. But like I said, I let let it play out. Let let Let's... it play out. I, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I'll I'll agree with you if it makes sense storyline wise, like. Much in the same way, whenever, um, uh, whenever, uh, who was it? Um, oh God. Okay, now I got it. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Miz had the whole, like, you know, uh, Ziggler was like almost gonna kind of retire, sort of thing, 
and they kind of hot potatoed the intercontinental title back and forth a couple times and then had like you know the you know the the stipulation of it being like you know uh ziggler like retiring if he lost or whatever i i get that so i agree with you if if it makes sense for the storyline that's fine I'll, I'll give you that so let's see let's see who wins the battle royal first and then I'll kind of go from there. I won't. I won't jerk my knee so hard that I need a brace for it. So we'll be all right. <coughs> That's my job. That's your so, job. Um, yeah. Let's change gears here a little bit. <clears throat> and um, so we have everybody's favorite event to talk about: uh, Saudi Blood Money Three. Uh, uh. No way home next week. And, um, <laughs> nope. that's, the, nope. that's the best. That's the best. That's the nope. that's the freaking best. <laughs> the best like tagline for for her show that i've heard no way home i love it you're welcome nope. steal it you can you can take it the Who, whole what are you what are you noping the, the whole, whole time that any anyone talks about any of the blood money shows i'm just gonna say nope every fourth second <laughs> that's fine um, by me where's my where's my I mean, stopwatch to be honest there hasn't been there there, there, there has not been a lot to watch nope. from the other ones um you know, they, nope. they, they've been very boring. <laughs> you might have to you might have to space it out to every ten seconds or so. But um, nope. but, <clears throat> the main event of which, well, the maybe the main event is going to be the Fiend versus Goldberg. Nope. Uh, Sorry, or Brock Lesnar a... versus Ricochet. Excuse um, me, excuse me, while I go simultaneously <laughs> nope. and vomit and diarrhea all the same. No, time. no, 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 no. So, so this this is an interesting discussion. Because the Marks love the old man. No. Uh, like, love the old man. And, and, and I bet you we have some Marks that listen to us. Um, so, here's the thing. I, I, no. and I forget. <laughs> I love we're it. not talking about blood money anymore. We're, 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 we're talking about the, uh, the, this, this, this is the big picture thing. So, somebody no. said. I agree with that just for the old Berg sentiment. I, no, I'm, so, anyway, go on. So somebody in a comment somewhere, I'm one more because I, you know, now that my phone listens to me and it knows that we do a podcast about wrestling, I I, I get wrestling shit on my feed like every other post. So, um, <laughs> thanks, thanks, big brother. Uh, so in one of the multitude of shit that I read in a uh, in, in a day, uh, somebody commented saying that if the fiend beats oh. Goldberg clean, <laughs> it's going to ruin Goldberg's legacy. Oh. <laughs> and it made me stop and ponder. <laughs> what is Goldberg's legacy? <laughs> to me, it's, his it's, it's not that. To not. me, the only the closest thing he has to a legacy is his quote unquote streak in WCW. That's it. So. <clears throat> People get very, very emotional about their favorite wrestlers. And Bill Goldberg is one of those wrestlers, for whatever fucking reason. People drank the coffee. The coffee? What? People drank the fucking Kool-Aid when it What's came to Goldberg. What's coffee made out of beef? No. I... <laughs> you ain't wrong. People anyway. drank the Kool-Aid when it came to Goldberg. Uh, you know, WCW was uh. very guilty... Of piping in the Goldberg chants, but it spread like wildfire. <clears throat> and they took this guy who was a football a stone player. Stone Cold lookalike. 
a football player, right? And they said, hey, we want you to dress like Steve Austin and act like Steve Austin. Except <laughs> more football player E. Yeah, exactly. And they and they made something out of them. Instead of instead of instead of being a beer drinking, uh, you know, uh, hardcore like son of a bitch badass, we're just gonna have you be a be a big old briefy boy. Breathe in your the smoke and spit it back out. <coughs> bang your dragon, head off the, Bang your head off the doors while you're at it. Why not? Bleed. Yeah. But uh, they did something and 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 to this day, a lot of people bought in to the whole Goldberg hype. And obviously, we are not it. But there are a lot of marks out there running around that believe that Goldberg was the absolute best thing that WCW could have and did during that time frame. During that, like, what, two and a half year span. So, the thought of Wyatt tarnishing his legacy... Is absurd. Really, really is silly, because the man has no real legacy. But let's put on our mark glasses here, boys. Nope. <clears throat> no, nope. It's, Go here's on. the thing: wearing your mark glasses oh. is kind of like being in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. You got to make sure you have a friend there who you trust to bring you out of it. Because <laughs> otherwise like in, you're... I was going to say, or it's like Inception. You got to make sure you get kicked awake. <laughs> right. Otherwise, you're stuck in Markland forever and nobody wants that. <clears throat> so, um, you know, this guy owned the WCW roster and, and, and for the most part was probably one of the bigger hands that was responsible for the demise just because he rolled through everybody and then you know it it, it, it became a fucking MacGuffin who can beat Goldberg you know so and like I think four people total in WCW beat Goldberg <clears throat> so the stun gun being one of them <clears throat> right <laughs> so the fact that he basically Should've owned an entire company mouth. right uh, in fact, he owned an entire company, basically, and, and ran through everybody roughshod, including the immortal Hulk Hogan, making it look super easy. Uh, you know, if you are one to believe that he really has a legacy, how big does that make the Fiend's presumptuous victory over him at Blood Money? I think... we. Really good. I think the only way that this can go, the only way this can go, seriously, or it should go, <clears throat> is that the Fiend Goldberg's Goldberg. Goldberg goes for the spear immediately. Fiend either catches him and Sister Abigail's him or catches him and puts him in the claw. That That's how it has to be. And then the match has to be over. It has to be that to make The Fiend look huge. But then on the flip side, what does that do to The Fiend? They're going to go, oh, so they're trying to do this with The Fiend. Okay, we don't buy it. You know, it's it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if you have Goldberg try and do a good match with The Fiend, it's going to be boring as dicks. 
or Goldberg's mm-hmm. gonna hurt someone. If you try and mm-hmm. have, if you have Goldberg, Goldberg, the fiend, then everyone's gonna be fucking absolutely outrageously pissed, and it's gonna kill mm-hmm. the fiend. It's gonna ruin everything. And if you have the fiend, Goldberg, Goldberg, then you're gonna run into the thing of going, like, it will be a shock because no one's dominated Goldberg. But then very quickly people will be like, so. Where does that put the fiend in the holding the title rankings? Like, what does that mean? How powerful is he actually? Because Daniel Bryan and uh, who else uh, took him to task? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that kind of thing of like, well, what happens then? So it's it's a really big. I mean, to me, fucky thing. It's It's, honestly the fiend. The fiend. The fiend. Goldberger. Goldbergering. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious uh, the, kosher Goldbergers. <laughs> There's nothing delicious about that at all. Anyways, <laughs> uh the the fiend Tom's an anti Semite. You heard it here. Uh <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm anti Goldberg. I'm I'm anti Goldberg is what it is. Anyways, uh the fiend Goldbergering Goldberg is is honestly if you're if you're gonna have any sort of negative backlash from any of the scenarios, that's the lesser of all the evils, honestly. Because when it comes down to it, I think I think you almost run into a situation like where we had the last Blood Money show with with uh, fucking Oldberg and uh, Dusty Bones. Is that you know, regardless of what happened, the match. Look at Undertaker's legacy. It's not going to be tarnished just because of one match. Um, the same way with Goldberg's quote unquote, and I'm using very large, very loose quotes on that legacy. You know, and and as I said, the only legacy that he has, to me, in my opinion, is his streak in WCW. Yeah, he's won championships, but. That's what people mostly remember him for is his legacy. And that's the one thing that always constantly keeps getting brought up. That's the that's the first thing that they go to. Whenever they talk about Goldberg, that's the first thing the announcers even mention is oh he went undefeated for over this long fuck who cares? Fuck him. He sucks. Anyways, that's so, all I gotta say. Yeah. To me, I think this is a I'm as long as the fiend wins, and and I feel like it's important to preface that because we never fucking know with Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Vince McMahon could drink a wild fucking coffee that morning and decide that he wants Goldberg to beat the fiend, uh, and uh, and 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 drop the title to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, which would be absolutely obtuse, but not outside of the realm of McMahonisms. Listen, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna interject and say this right now: if Goldberg beats the fiend. For the universal title, I'm done watching until further notice. I'm done. I so, I, I will swear it off. I and, and then I will. There not. were two. The, no, I, will. Uh, the, I will. I will. I will be done for probably probably at least until SummerSlam. Been there, man. Um, Just saying. I don't remember. I don't even remember what made me. Oh, it was it was the Fiend and Seth Rollins and Hell in Cell. That's what made me swear it off for like a couple months. Anyway. <clears throat> My point is this, is that to me it's good business because even if you factor Goldberg WCW out of it and Goldberg's initial WWE run, 
you have the Goldberg of the last few years who has beaten Kevin Owens at the top of his game after Kevin Owens held the title for like five, six months. Um, does it easily. Uh, he beats Lesnar uh, easily um, and, um, you know, really requires a 110% effort out of Goldberg, out of Lesnar to beat him. So you have a guy who has absolutely rocked the upper card. Having the Fiend beat him, whether it's by a crushing defeat, whether it's by a fucking roll-up. Having the Fiend beat him, I think, is a smart fucking move if the end game is to have him be Reigns fodder. Um, because you are beefing up the guy who, you know, is 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 going to be on the plate. Um, I'm I'm against it. I'm I am hundred percent against Roman Reigns winning the title WrestleMania, but at this point, it is kind of a um bygone conclusion. Or foregone. I, I wish yeah. it was bygone. Uh foregone <laughs> conclusion. Um it's it's going to happen. So the sooner we all become okay with it, the the better and and the the more bright spots we can try to find, um, but that being said, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw what I just saw what Poot said in the Discord, and I lost my shit. Oh boy, <laughs> I I haven't even. I can't. That's my can't favorite. Even... <laughs> it's my favorite GIF of all time. I can't even look at my I'm computer screen. Stay. Like I can't even look up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maniac. My, my point is that. You know, I'm sorry, I, I gotta mute myself. You're fine. You're fine. Um, at, at, at the end of the day, I, I think this is smart. And honestly, like for as much shit as we give Goldberg, props to him for coming back and giving back to somebody else. Again, assuming that he loses, or assuming that he loses, if he wins, uh, I, I take it all back, and he's a bastard. What's the over under uh. on him? Uh. <laughs> What's he ever under on him willing to do that job though? Because by God, he loves them big old paychecks and he loves the fucking spotlight. He fucking loves it. Well, I mean, you know, he uh, he did the job to Taker last year, so yeah, but that's, um, yeah, but that's, that's Taker, not the Fiend. There's there's a big yeah, but do you understand how much the Saudis are paying? Him? Well, how much McMahon's paying him on behalf of the Saudis to come over there and do that? Saudi, like there are. <laughs> There, there, there are Saturday so many out. zeros in that fucking paycheck. Like it's, I, I, I will say this. I bet you what Goldberg makes <clears throat> in that one match a week from from Thursday would probably be enough for any one of us, maybe even any two of us, to live on the rest of our entire fucking lives. So, um, yeah, man, I, I could know, really go for a ham sandwich too. <laughs> no, the uh, no, I no, agree. He's, it, he's, no, he's probably making millions. Oh, easily, easily one minimum one point two. I I I was thinking somewhere in the nature of two million, but I could be wrong. Um, but the good news is, you know, again, bright spots, guys, bright spots. This, by all accounts, likely removes him from the WrestleMania card. Oh God! So, I hope so. It gets oh, that's a good it gets a plus. shitty wrestler. It gets a shitty wrestler <laughs> off of a good card on a shitty, stupid fucking Saudi Arabia card. The fucking three three people are gonna watch. And hooray, dude! And the, now, the, listen. Well, here. the last time the last time they had a show over there, 
boy, fucking howdy. Did it they got real real did, quick? Did, did they? Well, it got real real quick, but it also was like it, not a lot of people were in that fucking stadium. Um, I'm gonna preface this uh, and just say that anymore. Uh, we are not to refer to Goldberg as a, even a shitty wrestler. Let's just call him a shitty talent because the boy can't Fair fucking enough. wrestle for shit. All Fair right. enough. I wrestle um, my dick better than Goldberg can wrestle in the ring. And I've had a lot there, of practice. Yep. There's an interesting mental image that I'll struggle with the rest of my life. Maybe like uh, the gift so, that I posted in the Discord, which you still haven't looked exactly. at. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> I, know, I saw it. I saw it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be professional and not lose my shit on the air, you fuckers. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay. Lose your shit. Lose yourself because it's worth it. It's, 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 it's pretty fucking great. I mean, even... It's the edge, it, it, it's, it's the, it's the edge split screen gif. I'm gonna see if I can't, uh, put... <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can't either put a still or the actual gif in the video now. No. <laughs> if it didn't work, it's not there, so go fuck yourselves. But, uh, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, that's the thing. These Blood Money shows get real fucky real fast. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know what's going to happen at them. And if and if Vince thinks, hey, if we do a universal <coughs> title change a month before WrestleMania, maybe somebody, maybe 13 more people will watch next time. So that's here's the... what's gonna happen. Blah, 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 blah. That's what happens yep, every that's, time. That's all the impetus he needs. So, <coughs> um, hopefully, my goal, my hope is that hopefully there are no travel issues this time. Hopefully, no one feels like they're being like coerced into staying in a foreign country. Hopefully, all that business is behind them, and you know the talent can get there. Get there safe, come back safe, and everybody is happy. Well, we all know um, how reasonable Saudi Arabian dictators are, so... And Vince McMahon, <laughs> so, you know... Exactly, I yeah. said Saudi Arabian dictators. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, speaking of old guy at WrestleMania, um, a couple names are coming across the board um, that are likely WrestleMania locks by now, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and I'm actually pretty excited about the two matches r- reported, which were... Um, Undertaker versus AJ Styles, which the the groundwork's already kind of been in place on Monday night. If you watched uh, AJ's promo, I did not. And then, uh, well, spoiler: it's uh, it, it it was That's decent, okay. and it, uh, it 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 starts laying the groundwork for him versus Taker, and then um, John Cena versus Elias, which is uh, a natural progression from where they were last year. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I think, I think that it's beneficial to everybody to have John Cena back, um, have him come back, chill <clears throat> the new Fast and Furious movie and, you know, so, do his thing. So does that mean that they're, uh, now kind of, uh, pushing Elias as a heel again? We'll see. Who knows? Cause, cause you know, cause... John Cena, here's, here's the thing with John Cena though. John Cena's character that he plays in the new Fast and Furious movie is a bad guy. Ooh, so, oh my! May, and well, I mean, the the other thing is, you know, how often has the WWE universe clamored for Cena to come back as a heel? So, um, you know, I, it, honestly, it doesn't. You know, it's it's one thing to be a smart and to sit here and go, oh, well, Cena should come back as a heel because we want to see it. But in the other sense, like it, it's it's good business sense for him to come back as a face because <laughs> he's trying to promote a movie. He's trying to promote his fucking career. 
You think we're gonna uh, see yet, wor you think we're gonna see Thugonomics Cena? Worldwide? Oh, dude, we fucking have to. After after last year, if we don't see Thugonomics John Cena, I'll be sad. Um but honestly, I'm just happy to see John Cena back. That's weird to say, but Wow. I know, right? Things that I never thought I'd hear Beef say for a thousand ransom. Oh wait. Um <laughs> the like <coughs> No, and I agree, dude. It's like that's the thing, it's like I really feel like John Cena is one of those things that we didn't realize what we had until it was gone. Mm -hmm. and, cue and the eighties. Cue the eighties metal ballad right now. <laughs> Don't know what you got. Dude, it's gone. No, I no really like it. It it's fixing to be an interesting mania, and I think if anybody on the roster can bring Taker to a good match, it would be it would be uh, AJ Styles. Exactly, because like we've said before, you need somebody that can carry the match with Undertaker. Because he, honestly, just not and no disrespect to to the Undertaker himself and the career that he's had, but he's at the point in his career and his age that he needs somebody to carry him through the match. And you can't do that with two old heads. You have to do it with somebody who you know. Who can do it? And AJ is definitely a man to do well, that. And AJ's no spring chicken, but he's kept himself in good shape. Hey, that DDP yoga works wonders. <laughs> I disagree. I think that you can put Taker versus he's Sting. Not young. There. The, no, no, no. I'm, I'm yeah. saying I think you could put Taker versus Sting out there. They could have <sighs> that the, would be awful. The, the the drizzling shits match, but no one would give a damn because you're <clears throat> fucking hair on the back of your neck and your arms and your legs and your fucking peepee -pee would be standing <laughs> the minute that the fucking gong hits. Whoa, whoa. This is then, a family-friendly show. What <laughs> the bad. fuck it is? My bad. Uh, anyway, like, my, my point is, from the fucking entrances and then the epic stare-down, like, they could have a fucking 12-minute rest-hold match. Whatever. People would love it because it's Undertaker versus Sting. And yeah, it should have happened fucking... At WrestleMania 31. And yeah, yep. it should have happened at WrestleMania 21. And yeah, it should have happened at WrestleMania 25. But it didn't, and we should be happy with what we get. That being said, I agree, if you're looking for a good match, it's Styles versus Takers, probably the best we're going to get. But, here's the conundrum. Taker is gone. I don't care what you say. Like, he is gone. He's never going to hold another world title. Right. He's never gonna win another another Royal Rumble. He's never gonna <clears> win <throat> like another Fatal Four match. He's he's just not he's he, not gonna headline pay per views. He's Dunyan Ring. He's gone. He he's he's <laughs> here. I like he's, that. he's here for Survivor Series, sometimes Summer Slams, WrestleManias, and Saudi Blood Money shows when they want to pay him enough. Yeah. So, do you hurt the legacy of AJ Styles by having him lose to the Dead Man? You're not getting or do you All right. or do you further impugn the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak legacy by having a third person beat him at WrestleMania? I think you would I well that's the thing is that Styles would have to lose. He would have to. I mean stop what's the point of Styles winning other than shoving him back into the main event scene which you could just do at any given fucking moment? And, so, and have it be believable. I'm going to look up some stats here. 
but um, AJ Styles does not have the best WrestleMania record. Um, let me go back here. I think he debuted at WrestleMania 32. Which he uh, lost. Against Jericho, uh, which he lost. Uh, and then in 33, <clears throat> I believe he faced Kevin Owens. No, that might have been another, another year. Uh, it was no, another he, Jericho one, wasn't it? No, he beat, uh, no, AJ beat Shane at, uh, at uh, 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, 34... Uh, AJ beat Shinsuke and Shinsuke beat hit him Shinsuke, in the TV. You're right. Yep, oh. yep, yep. And then uh, 35, <laughs> uh, Orton beat him. So, um, or right? No, he beat Orton. How did I forget that? That's so weird. Um, so I guess so. I guess AJ Styles does have a decent record at WrestleMania. It just feels like he doesn't, which is weird. But uh, I mean, Giggity. I don't know, man. Like, do you really? So you're telling me you want to trot out sixty year old the uh, sixty year old Undertaker uh, against a guy who I think is still very much in his prime in AJ Styles, and you want to have Undertaker who comes out for once maybe twice a year, come out and sh- and 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 bury one of your and not not you know pun pun, pun intended I guess uh, and bury one of your uh, your your top level talents is, is that is that what you're telling me? Well, the thing the the thing is you're not gonna. You're not going to besmirch AJ Styles' like legacy and career and what he's done. What you would do is then bury him <coughs> now. And Styles has even gone on record in saying that he's not long for this wrestling world, supposedly. But, like, I mean, enough money would keep anybody around for an extra year or two. But he's he's gone on record and said, nah, I'm done, man. I want to be home and be with my family. Like but he's he know, said but, he signed his last contract already. Yeah. Like like mm-hmm. like granted he's still got a he's still got a number of years on this last contract, but he said that's the last one that he's signing. And so that's what he says. And and the thing is you're just all you're gonna do with you know, the OC, like all three members, is bury the piss out of them, which those three guys do not fucking deserve. They don't. Like they they deserve to be a main like uh, like a upper mid to top of the card faction that runs roughshod and at, like basically you know what Balor's doing in NXT that that's what they should be doing. <coughs> Gallows and Anderson had their chance, man. They had their chance where they could have signed the new agreements or walked away. They signed new agreements, um, and again, you know who are we to say that? You know what what they're doing is wrong because again they're featured very prominently every week on Monday Night Raw. Uh, they won the best <laughs> in the world tag team tournament last year and Saudi Blood Money too. The best uh, so, so, I mean, yeah, like we could sit here and say, oh, they're being misused, <laughs> yada yada yada. When they are compared to what we saw previously of them in Japan. But I mean, realistically, you know, we we you know, you you said it yourself. There's there's a lot of fucking cooks. There's a lot of fucking cooks on Raw and SmackDown and NXT. Like you gotta take what you can get. So, um, but I mean, if, if they weren't happy, they could have walked away, uh, and maybe they should have. We'll never know. But I just, you know, like I, 
I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 I think this is a debate that we might be having all Mania season because I don't. When you had Roman Reigns beat The Undertaker, I, you know, to me, that did more harm to his legacy than anything before it. Because Roman Reigns has done nothing since. Nothing against the big dog, uh, but I mean, because WWE and as uh, has been uh, well documented, to quote a good old JR, WWE has gotten cold feet on Roman Reigns plenty of times. So if they would have capitalized on that Roman heat right away and had him roll with it and be a fucking tough guy for the next three years, okay. But you had Roman beat him and then become fucking nothing. And yes, I understand that you know cancer was a big part of that. I get it. All right, but I mean that to me hurt his legacy more than anything. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> uh, either way, speaking of uh, too many cooks or a lot of cooks in the kitchen, uh, I think we need to cook up some uh, some stump the chumps because we've uh, we've been a little far behind on that. So, what do you say? <sighs> Uh, we may not have any. Uh, let me Whoa. take a look here. Okay. Give me a minute. While, while Beef uh, Rooney's taking a look, do we want to thank the sponsors again real quick? Sure. Uh, I want to thank our, our very own champion and our also very, 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 very wonderful sponsor, Mr. Tiger Bomb Tom and his channel Casual Gaming Dad on Facebook and Casual Gaming Dad 84 on our uh, Casual Gaming Dad now, right? Just Casual Gaming Dad? No, no, no. Uh, Casual Gaming Dad eighty four on Twitch, uh, Twitch, and then it's and then YouTube is com slash Casual Gaming Dad. Uh, Casual Gaming Dad eighty four. Yeah, YouTube dot com slash Casual Gaming Dad eighty four okay. on the on there. Well, you can go on there. Thanks to Tom for uh, spreading the good word of the uh, P three podcast and uh, having us be part of his streams on a regular basis. So we really appreciate it. And uh, his streams are really really fun and entertaining. So go check them out if you're a video game fan. Tom really does. Uh, some neat stuff, and his uh, Super Metroid runs are killer. Watch those. Uh, those dude, I finally fit it. Huh? I finally did it the other day, uh, yesterday, whenever I whenever I was trying to, for my little personal, like, speed run thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 100% items, all the bosses, didn't skip any mini-bosses or anything like that. <clears throat> Glitchless, uh, under two hours clear time. Look at this guy. Did it. That's Look awesome. At the Look at Hour... Hour fifty one hour fifty eight minutes and forty eight seconds. Look at big nice. look at big dick swinging over here. That's great. <laughs> great job, Tom. Uh, Tom, uh, you want to thank our other sponsor? You know what? I'd be glad to. Uh, we want to thank Mr. Sean Tischler with all the work that he does bringing IWC uh, to the good people of Clearfield, doing the Lord's work up and uh, up in the country up, up there. Up in God's country. <laughs> up in God's country. Uh, <laughs> God doesn't live there anymore. <laughs> yes, I Anyways. do. Go on, Tom. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Wow. Anyways, uh, but no, we want to thank Sean Tischler. Um, and uh, you can go check out his Facebook group page, IWC Clearfield, uh, where you can find uh, info and everything like that about events coming to the Clearfield area with IWC. Uh, you might even just see some regular IWC stuff in there in general. So if you're closer to the Pittsburgh area, uh, within earshot of our broadcasting range here. And uh, you happen to be down around the Elizabeth area. Uh, IWC is going to be putting on their ignition show this Saturday. So go check that out. Um, and they got plenty more good stuff coming down the way, I'm sure. 
lots of lots of really great talents there and just uh people that you're going to want to go see and really follow their careers as they uh you know move up through the companies and stuff like that and you know gain more experience in the wrestling world it's really it, it's a fun time to go to the shows i took my kids and uh we had a blast so well, there I go. would be shocked if we did not see Jackson Argos with uh with 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 a major uh, uh um company within the next three years. I, I okay. Th- here we go. Instead of hot tag trivia or stump the chumps, since do we have oh, okay. a stump the chumps? We do have actually, oh, and, it, and, oh. it, and it's I'll, we'll we'll do it. Um, okay, so let's do that really quick, and then I have an idea, and then we'll call it a night because we're getting long in the tooth. Yes, we are. We're getting a little snaggly. Trademark. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 1998, uh, this obviously comes from our friend, the Midcart Maniac. Uh, in the uh, the 1998 edition of Unforgiven, introduced two new gimmick matches. What were they, and who were the participants? 98 Unforgiven. Ooh, two new gimmick matches. Wow. <clears throat> One of them, I think, for sure, was buried alive. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Mistaken, I think it was Taker versus Stone Cold. <clears throat> Um, it may, it was, may have been Taker versus Kane. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't recall, but I think, I think that was one where uh, Taker Barry or um, Stone Cold Barry Taker with the with the um, the big old dump truck. Was was the other one? Um, why do I? Why am I thinking I'm for? Wait, Unforgiven ninety eight. Ninety eight. Wasn't that the? I, I'm being a dumbass. No, that was Bad Blood. I was going to say the debut of Kane. Uh, it's gotta oh, be yeah, Kane. No, oh, was, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was real quick. Else. Real quick aside on on the question here, uh, we were just out down at Yokoso in the waterfront for a hibachi place, and whenever they, you know, Those make the words. fire come, whenever they, uh, yeah, it, we were down there for uh, you know for some hibachi or whatever, and uh, the a, a table across the way, you know, whenever they're cooking on it, they make the fire come up. Uh, my buddy Eli is a wrestling fan, and I go, "It's gotta be Kane." He starts cracking the fuck up. He's like, "I love this." He's like, "We gotta do this more often." Um, <laughs> wow. But I was gonna say, buried, buried alive match was the one I was gonna go with. I don't, I don't know. The um, I really think was it, wasn't it? No, that was Inferno match. Hmm. That was Inferno match because Unforgiven was. Unforgiven had to have been after Kane debuted. Right. Oh, for sure. Oh, for yeah, it sure. definitely was. It. I, I think it was Inferno match. Well, and... I think it was Undertaker, Kane, Inferno. <clears throat> the other one, though, I don't know. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. <clears throat> so you might be right. Um, <clears throat> because the, uh, the first ever Buried Alive match was the one that led to Undertaker coming back as the American Badass, if I'm correct. And it, it, may, it may have been a different Buried Alive match. I'm not sure. No, it, it had, never mind. It, it had to be a different one because uh, the American Badass was uh, – or no, I'm sorry. He left as the American Badass and became the dead man again because that was, that was his entrance back into WrestleMania 20. Um, but that was that, – that would have been a few years after. Uh, I – you know, I'm, I'm sticking strong in the Buried Alive match, but uh, I, I have no idea. It's, it's probably something gimmicky like uh, – um. Oh my God! Some, what like a, like, like, like a fucking tag gauntlet? Like what like if a fucking what tag it, gauntlet or something? What if it was the kennel from hell? No. 
No, that wasn't 98. That was later. Was it? Okay. Yeah, that was later. <laughs> that was late. What I if don't it know, was man. What if it was Did they have evening gown matches before that? Oh, yeah, oh my, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um hold on. It may have been the kind of from hell match, but but I can't believe that they would do two major gimmicks like that. So I was thinking like a major gimmick and then like something goofy like a uh a fatal five-way match or a six-pack challenge or you know like a, a tag team gauntlet match or something read, um, reread not... the question again real quick just so we're clear like on the like and... the respondents of if this match is like if this type of match is still going or not or anything like that you know what i mean the 1998 edition of unforgiven introduced two new gimmick matches what were they and who were their participants hmm Okay. The well, the participants. I'm standing by Inferno match, and that was Undertaker Kane. The other one, I don't know. So '98 seems a little bit late <laughs> for that poop because '98 um, would have been WrestleMania 15. Well, here's the thing: they they wouldn't have the Buried Alive and Inferno matches on right. the same card. So it's got to be it's got to be one major one, either a buried alive or inferno, and then like some schlocky bullshit. That's what I'm thinking. I, I'm with you on that. Um, I, I, I swear, I, I remember there being the buried alive matches starting at Unforgiven. Yeah, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was I Taker see, and Stone Cold. I can I can see the tombstone in my head. Like I, I, I can see the vignette. It was like a purple outline tombstone. Uh, one had a picture of Lawson, one had a picture of The Undertaker, and yep. it had the Unforgiven logo on it. So I'm like, Poot, I, I, I hate to like, you know, outvote you here, but I, I, I am like reasonably sure. You, you said it yourself on the Wrestling Encyclopedia. Uh, I'm, I'm reasonably sure that it is Taker versus Stone Cold and Buried Alive. And then I'm going to say it was a... Fatal four-way tag team match for the tag team titles. Um, oh, fuck. I don't even know who the champions would have been at that I, point. I couldn't. I'm standing yeah. by I'm standing by the Inferno match, but you know what? We're going to have to go with the uh, consensus on this. I'll go, Beef, I'll go with both your picks then. I, I have no idea what the other one could be. Tom, Tom like... do, you have, do you have any idea what, what, what the other game it could be? Uh, I, I'm going to go with Kennel from Hell, just, just to throw it out there. Okay. Well, let's find out. And we and we know uh, who that was. That was um, Al Snow, Al Snow and, uh, and Big, Big Boss, Boss Man. Man. Big Boss Man. Poor, and a lot of confused peeing dogs. <laughs> uh, Midcard says, love the podcast. I'd still like to be a guest someday, but only if Ransom will let me. Uh, Midcard, would love to have you someday. Uh, we're, we're, we're still trying to work out how we're trying to, you know, handle this whole uh, three to four man booth rotation. So once we... Uh, once we iron some shit out, like I said, we we, we got some stuff coming down to Pike, so hopefully we get some people on. And uh, yeah, you know. I don't, hey, listen, just to put just to throw this out there, if if he wants to come on one week, um, I don't mind. I don't mind sitting out. That'll give me an extra night to stream and further promote the podcast. Anyway, so either way, we're good. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, we always have. Uh, you know, I am a I am a kind and understanding and benevolent champion. It's okay. And this, uh, <laughs> by the way, this. This question was sent to us today, so uh, 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 thanks, Vidcard. Uh, so, uh, 
Poot, I'm going to choose some serious fucking crow here. Uh, because it was the Inferno match, Undertaker versus Kane. Suck my dick, you uh, fuck man. <laughs> and um, you, you're going to be even uh, even more upset because the other one was the Evening Gown match with Luna versus Sable. What? Wow. Poot was fucking right on both accounts. I could have <laughs> swore they had an evening, although... To be fair, now. To be fair. To be fair. Oh God, that I'm was full sure on had Yep. Tuxedo matches before this. I can't say that a hundred percent. Now so it's the same gimmick, just with women. So, but did, it's but, a new match. But did they have bra and panty matches? No. Before no, this? no, because because this was. This was Luna Sable because this was this this was like the start of the whole like that whole thing. So, um, so good bro job, pins, to, bro to, Way to way to fucking be smarter than me. Um, hey man, every in. dude, even a broken clock is right two times a day. <laughs> All right, what do you got there on tap, brother? Well, okay, really quick because, like I said, we really are getting long in the tooth here. You mentioned Argos. You said in the next couple years we'd, we're going to see him in a big, uh, a bigger uh, place. I fully agree with you, and I think we should talk about. We should all just throw out really quick where he, where we think he's going, and why we think he's going there. I'm gonna go. I think that we're gonna see Argos in, and and I understand this isn't as big, but I'm gonna put a slash. I'm going to say we're going to see Argos in, in Dragon Gate or Ooh. NJPW because I feel like Argos with his personality, his look, his charisma, and his in-ring skill would do a lot better with and, – and also his age. I'm pretty sure he's younger. Oh, he's, if, he's definitely younger. If, yeah. if he takes the route – that was traveled by people like <clears throat> Pac, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, uh, Kenny Omega. If he takes that route, I feel like his ceiling in the end will be much, much, much higher versus if he goes straight to NXT or straight to AEW or straight to um, uh, uh, Row or Row. Yeah. Like and and nothing against Roe. Roe's kind of borderline there, but I really feel like that if he takes the road that was traveled by, you know, future like legends of the business, I feel like it would do even, him a lot better. Even fucking Hulk Hogan went to Japan. Did, yo, so, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, Brock Lesnar. Hell, Brock Lesnar did too. But I mean, T Tenta, Jericho, like uh, Vader, all these guys. You know, they built their careers slowly, and I feel like he would learn a lot, and he would glean a lot from that style and the worldly experience. And I feel like he would just, his ceiling would be exponential if he did that. Um, I, I personally could see Argos going to Ring of Honor. That's that's the one place I could see him ending up first. Um I don't know that I, I don't know that I could see him in Impact, but then again, I don't watch Impact, so I don't really know. Um, I, I really don't know who they kind of put their feelers out on or anything like that. Um, I, I don't know. 
I, I just think I, I, my first thought immediately, just my gut instinct tells me Ring of Honor for Argos. Um, and regardless, hey. regardless of where he goes, I think I think he can do. I think he has the potential to do really, really good work. Um, but that's just yeah. And if I, I, I think Ring of Honor needs to get out of its own way uh, because it's 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 its own detractor. Um, but uh, you know if this. You know, Argos being there could be, you know, completely ushering a new era, which I think would be super cool. Um, but I believe that he's probably going to show up on AEW. Um, the a AEW feels like a natural pipeline from IWC. Um, obviously, point. with Warlow and uh, Dr. Britt Baker... But um, moreover, uh, if you, uh, I, I remember being at the first, at the at AEW in Pittsburgh, and uh, seeing Plummer running around there uh, with with like like a chicken with his head cut off, uh, no doubt like wheeling and dealing, schmoozing, you know, talking to the talking to the big wigs there, the the EVPs of uh, of AEW. So uh, and I I have no doubt that they're aware that um, this kind of, like, little tri-state area here between us and, like, West Virginia and Maryland is kind of like a pretty big cradle of wrestling anymore. <laughs> so, no. Sorry. That's... Another, 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 uh, another Discord uh, GIF. GIF. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, Damn it, Poot. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know. I randomly look up and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeet. The, uh, uh, all right. Uh, no, beef. You're absolutely but, correct. Uh, you are absolutely correct. Yeah, so I think I think I think you could definitely end up on 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 AEW because of those uh, because it basically serves as a pipeline. And um, I I I think that they need a mid card title first. Uh, they 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 keep talking about adding like a trios title, which would be cool and which would be very AEW to kind of go against the grain and be like, hey, we're counterculture. Here's a here's a six man tag team belt, but. Man, give me a give me a solid mid card title first, and and then we'll talk. Yep, absolutely agree. So no matter what we're all saying, we're saying that Argos is in fact the future. For sure, I think oh. I think that is a sound statement to say. Absolutely, and uh, and and real quick, I, I don't know why his name popped in my head, uh, but possibly we can we can talk about him a little bit more on the next podcast. Um, and uh and what he's done like since he uh since he evolved but uh austin theory in nxt i i have really high hopes for him yep yeah agreed. Just, uh, agreed. yeah absolutely agreed but that i think that could be a topic for another one we uh, absolutely we, we thanked uh we thanked the sponsors pretty extensively shortly ago we'll just mention them again thank you casual gaming dad for all your support and thank you to sean tischler and your work with iwc uh and uh we really appreciate it. looking forward to the next show on poop miss eve um, also fun fact, I looked up, uh, while we were faffing around talking about Argos, I looked up the, uh, Unforgiven that was on Poop Miss Day, uh, oh, 1998. Well, so there you go. Fun little tie in there. Uh, fellas, this was a really good one. I had a lot of fun. We missed you. We missed you a lot. Ransom really, we did. And, uh, looking forward to whenever you, uh, meander your way back, uh, onto the podcast from doing Godsworth for beef, the legend. 
Oh, that, I'm, that... I'm allowed to say something yeah. here? Oh, oh <laughs> wow. You, wait, wait, yeah, wait, never... wait, wait. You're right. You didn't get enough time talking this podcast there, dickface. You're right. <laughs> well, normally, you know, no, normally at the end, it's like, you know, for blah, 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 blah. I'm blah, 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 baby. And you know what? Goodnight. You know what? I'm going back to that. For Beef the Legend, the Steel City Savior, your chooserweight champion for now, Mr. Tiger Bomb Tom, and me, Poot the Bard. Baby, have a wonderful evening. Is that better? Cockbite? <laughs>